Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of You Tweeted You Mean It Podcast You Tweeted You Mean It You Tweeted You Mean It You Tweeted You Mean It So don't try to get out of it You Tweeted You Mean It Welcome to the show Tweeted you mean it, welcome to the show, tweeted, you mean it, so don't try to get out of it. Yo everybody, welcome to another episode of You Tweeted, You Mean It Podcast. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Broussard, aka Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. That's B L A C K R O C K E R Black Rocker Twitter. Lord Black Rocker Instagram. I'm not just me.com is the website. This is You Tweeted, You Mean It episode 119 tracks. Episode 119 tracks. Um, unlike the other recording, this one is staying stationary at one. We are not moving along with the recording, which is very loud and spiky. I should turn the volume down, but you know, that's not what we're about here. We're about correcting mistakes after the mistakes, not during. I'm going to turn the volume down. All right, there we go. Just a little bit of turn down this. But you know what they say, turn down for what? Because it's too loud. That's why you turn it down. Anyway, um, this is 119 tracks. Uh, We've got tweets. We've got stand-up. We've got tweets and stand-up, which is the, the way it goes. We're starting on July 31st with Check Out My Latest Podcast on Podbeam. You tweeted, you mean that episode 118. Instagram picture grounded. Then we get a link to a Vimeo, Vimeo, a Vimeo, which says, check it out. It's a film project. 
called the puzzling, baffling, elusive, evasive self-reflection, self-reflective innermost. Let's see if we can get the whole title. Here we go. The puzzling, baffling, elusive, evasive, self-reflective innermost inner thoughts of Byron, which is a cool video on Venmo uh, from Matthew Springs. Then we get an Instagram picture online on August 6th. That was August 4th that uh, that other video came out. And then uh, August 11th, we have 587 words. Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Four hours ago, yeah, word count is now 394. IDK if I'll be back, but I've got a new lust for life and an understanding and knowing, and I'm also feeling like I should be less, less gung-ho about my joys and whatever the word is that means drive, passion, whatever. It should have a bit of more shadow. I feel like I should type more. I was in a whole, it was like a whole page, but that, is not a lot. I'm rewording my tweets as I read them, which is not normal, but it feels right. The other one literally reads, here we go back to the written words, here we go, uh, back August 11th instead of four hours ago, 587 words, hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff, hashtag behind the scenes book on a book, now I'm swallowing words instead of not saying them. Anyway, word count as of now is 394. IDK if I'll be back, but I've got a new lust for life and understanding and knowing. And I'm also feeling like I should be less gung-ho about my joys and whatever. The word that means drive, passion, whatever it should have a bit more shadow. I feel like I should type more. It was like a whole page, but that isn't a lot, and I could definitely add more to the story. It's just that I interrupted typing in order to do an open mic, and now I feel like I should go eat something. Anyone use YouTube Music on their phone versus Google Play? Sorry, I'm clicking shit on my phone. Anyone use YouTube Music on their phone versus Google Play? They are supported by the same prescription, but IDK if I should give up Google Play for a YouTube Music app. I feel like it'll be more like Spotify, though. I want cool playlists of songs I've played too often and shit. Excuse me. I'll look at how big a file it is to get the YouTube music. I feel like it will, I feel like I will enjoy the Switch. Much love to Google Play though. The Switch is working without me even having to delete anything and my loyalties are intact. I used to have to listen to everything on YouTube cause it would have the albums in order and shit on playlists. Now look at us on the new app, Growth. I'm exploring Carl Jung. Mostly some stuff from the Red Book. 
It's very interesting, and like most of the paths I've taken, it's already a path, like previously illuminated. Like I found the start line and the finish at the same time, but the journey is information. I figured out what power I have, and it's boring and also not a power, but kind of like a joke or an ability to rationalize. It is much as if my awareness finds reality of its own volition. As much as if my awareness finds the reality of its own volition, like water on its path, sinking, rising, flowing, to respect, back to respect. Awareness of the multiverse leads to manipulation in these spaces. Awareness itself is a sort of manipulation, so anyway, to move between multiverses in space and time and in the most respected reality available. I've witnessed the power not working, lol, it's not respectable. There are also waves and particles. There's also waves and particles, and when particles become waves, the awareness is again at play. If you can become aware of a wave, you can again affect it. Manipulation through awareness itself, or through will, and thought, and intent, and the like. This isn't even young yet. This is my scientific discovery, but alas, I mentioned finding the start and finish, going through the length of information. It is what Young was writing about. I found the wave function, but I'm only interested in knowing the wave, not its function. My new, my new discoveries in a 200-year-old book, again. But to my awareness, do they not arise at the same time? Are we not affected by the same particle wave functions? This is why quantum thought be so important. We can grow from here if we condense what we know. Condense the respected knowing and the respected wisdom and the respected intent. We find more and more respect respectively and eventually we can build bigger, better prisons and isolation. <laughs> bigger, better prisons and isolated, left behind gods and ideals that were trapped in the quickening. Damn, that would suck. As a bridge builder, have I not just seen the world of the quantum meeting the world that we currently inhabit? Is this not the journey from start to finish of the length of information? What we find on the other side of the bridge is still unclear, but maybe it's just respect. Anyway, what I really wanted to say before I got off philosophy. Anyway, what I really wanted to say before I got off philosophy on your ass. Philosophy, how do you say philosophy? What I wanted to say before I got off philosophy. Damn it, I say philosophy again. Philosophy. Before I got off philosophy on yes, was that I now have less fear for the path I'm taking, knowing less fear for the path I am taking, knowing that it was already taken by a person such as Carl Jung. I'll speak more on that in the podcast. You tweeted you meaned it. Still affords shadow. Things to talk about with the Red Book by Carl Jung. Synchronicity, if you will. Killing God. Active imagination, visions, silence, the Tao, the soul as a little girl for a man and a little boy for a woman, the story of the unbegotten, the subjective plane.
All right, let's go through the tweets. Those are all the tweets ending four, three hours ago. Um, new word count, the passion. Um, YouTube music, non-factors. Although somebody replied to my tweet about YouTube music, which is weird. Nobody ever replies to any of my tweets. So the Red Book of Carl Jung is apparently one of his first works where he's exploring his thoughts through visions. Um, He's giving himself mental exercises and visions and he's portraying, you know, things like talking to dead people, talking to the hero, talking to, you know, his soul and his will and stuff like that through images, which is kind of what I was exploring through the image phase Uh, The labyrinths, he's literally going in labyrinths and coming out with information that he's translated. Um, Apparently, they say the Red Book's like the basis for over 40 years worth of writings that he's just expounding upon his visions and trying to explain them better. Which is uh, it's kind of kind of wild, considering you know when you think of famous Carl Jung and the story of the hero and collective consciousness and stuff, and then it's like oh yeah he was just he spent his whole life trying to explain it. <laughs> There's some really cool stuff about, um, he wrote a book on, um, libido that I want to get into at some point. I feel like that's going to be a good book. There's libido and there's ion, the book on the self, but really it's, Even in the Red Book, there's the tale of the beginning of time from the subjective plane creating some shit, and they called it a plethora or some shit like that. I don't know the exact word. It's not plethora, but it sounds like plethora. Palladium is probably one of the words. Palladiums. But it's basically like... The Tao, it's almost exactly like the Tao. He's just, I don't know what it is about like philosophers who find the quantum realm and multiverse and like the imagination. They have to like rewrite the Tao or some shit. (laughs) Or it's like maybe if you're finding it yourself, then you'll eventually yourself make the story of the Tao. I feel like he knew it before he wrote it, though. And then there's also, like, Gnosticism, which is, like, 
which was prevalent back in the day that he was writing books. Gnosticism also has a little story of creation pretty much from the subjective plane to, you know, y'all debray off <laughs> the demiurge. So, like, Young also describes that type of shit from the formless to the form, God, and then, like, a few things in between there and Earth, and then a few things under Earth. But it accounts for, like, it's always, like, these numbers, like, 8 and 30 and, like, 12 and 13. I don't know. Really, just the, the basics of it is your dirty nigger soul. But, like, I wrote that years after they've written their books saying the exact same shit. And I haven't read their shit yet. I'm just getting to it in the current. Um, so that's the red book where he's writing about his visions and he's asking his soul questions and he's asking these heroes questions or these figures of power. All right. Um, awareness of the multiverse leads to manipulation in the spaces of uh, the rise and fall of Dodo, which I talked about last time. Uh, I finished the book. It was a good book. Good ending. Um, anyway, they do summoning from different strands of the multiverse, and they have the little strand calculator where they calculate, if you do it in this multiverse strand, then it'll have more effect over the whole of the multiverse. So, like, this is the strand that you want to do this thing in, you know, and, like, it's, like, pretty much like a mathematical matrix plus a randomizer <laughs> or a mathematical matrix in the quantum computer plus a fucking randomizer, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to explain the two computing components of the multiverse and the importance of the subject or object, I guess, object. But anyway, to have a brain that does all of that computing by itself is pretty much like the basics of what humans have the uh, wherewithal to imagine something and then to bring it into this reality is pretty much like summoning or to put yourself in a position to better fare the weather is like sending yourself to another strand of the multiverse <laughs> You know, like, I mean, like, whatever. Awareness is awareness. Depends on how light or heavy you are. 
if you consider your awareness your whole body, then it'll be harder to get through multiverse, sizz through the multiverse. But if you're only your awareness, such as when you dream, you can be anyone and go through anywhere, anytimes. Um, so yeah, that's wave. No, that's not wave and particle. That's the power I was talking about. The power to rationalize, to be in a multiverse, but to rationalize it as if it is all one connection. One mechanism is a better word, not connection. One mechanism. All right, there's also waves and particles. I feel like that's more of a time travely type thing. Um, a particle being an isolated event, which also, when I talk about the quickening, creating more particles or prisons, prisons and isolated left behind gods, those would be particles which you can turn into a wave with your awareness and then save what you need to out of there. So, I mean, isolation is never going to be the end. Stagnation isn't the end if change is supreme. But whatever, you know. I'm, uh, now I'm just like correcting huge scientific quandaries that I'm breezing over. <laughs> Waves and particles. I mean, you know, like a particle of something is kind of like isolated system. A wave is its connection to the greater mechanism, if you will, um, like in respect to the multiverse. Most people would think of the multiverse as a bunch of particles. Um, the power I suggested having would turn the multiverse into a wave, most likely stacked upon itself for easier, you know, like... If the waves are stacked upon each other, all you have to do is lower or rise to get to two different waves instead of completing the whole wave. You know, like you move in curves. You don't have to traverse the whole circle of time in order to move somewhere. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so... Once something is a wave, it can be affected and usually probably will be affected through your awareness, through your awareness or awareness in general, which is like the observation thing that everybody likes to reference in quantum mechanics. Observation changes shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Manipulation through awareness. But when you think about it, everything is considered a particle or a wave. Therefore, if you take that idea to its extremes, you get the qigong, you get um, energy healing, reiki, all of that shit, considering they affect a wave instead of an organ 
the wave of the organ, you know, like it's a particle or whatever, but you're like, no, I'm affecting the wave of the kidney and I'm going to send good waves that will balance out the bad waves or I'll send bad waves to balance out the good waves either way to get in balance. But much like labyrinths, everything everything being a wave is a wave itself. <laughs> everything being a labyrinth is a labyrinth itself. So it's like you got to keep both sides in mind that the particles exist and the waves exist. Otherwise, it's, it's, it turns moot because particles and waves need to exist, coexist as the is the consensus. <laughs> All right, so um, new discoveries in 200-year-old book. Do the, do the awarenesses arise at the same time? That's interesting if we think of the waves and particles being, if they're particles, if to think about a, a particle in the mechanism would be the, What's it? Uh, the concentric rings and the flower of life. I'm pretty sure the flower of life is what it's called. I don't need to Google it, but I will anyway, just to make complete sure. Flower of life. Yeah, the flower of life is the overlapping circle grid. Well, I mean, like, yo, you you know what an atom looks like. (laughs) So it's like the idea of an atom, the flower of life, the concentric rings, the overlapping rings. Um, that would be the particles, the waves, of course, waves. What was I talking about? Oh, arising at the same time. I mean, as far as arising at the same time, if I want to, if I want to put myself in that wave, I could, which is basically the the whole thing, like the power of the whole thing, or you could be like I was ex- inspired by the same thing that's inspiring the great philosophers of this time. I, too, wrote my own book on the Tao, you know. I, too, have explored visions and came to the same conclusions individually that were a part of the wave, particularly and also waverly. What I was asking for after that was 
condense the respected knowing and the respected wisdom and the respected intent to find more respect respectively and then eventually we can build we can make it so small that it's big and it'll leave everything else out of it which is not cool which was like me seeing through the goal and not liking the finish (laughs) where it's like okay yeah if we condense all of this information then what do we get we exercise a bunch of people who don't have the information you know it's like a fucking elitism inclusion exclusivity secret societies will arise but they've already arisen but do they know this stuff i guess they do because they are based off of young Anyway, now we go back to the Red Book by Carl Jung. The Synchronicities Within, Killing God. That was a a big part of the Red Book where he's he's a he's saying the turmoil in his time is because God is no longer relevant for the people and they don't know how to kill the God within themselves, so they do things like have World War One in his time instead of, you know, like just uh, throwing away their religions or doing some active imagination, which is the next point. Active imagination, I talked about the little worlds I had. Apparently Young has like characters instead of worlds that he talks to. Visions. There was a point in one of his visions where he had to kill the hero, which they equated to, or I guess over the years equated to him talking about his intelligence. He was very scholarly and intelligent and to go into these visions and stuff was very unscholarly and very foolish, especially because it's not based in fact. It's literally imagination and visions. <laughs> I didn't really have to go through that. Um, I pretty much went from foolishness into science. Uh, he mentions the silence Uh, which he had a hard time getting to because of his intelligence and scholarship. He had a hard time silencing his mind when he would go through the visions, and I think that's why he talked to a lot of people, like a lot of versions of himself. The Tao, I mentioned the Tao. He created his own story of the Tao, much as, you know, I guess most people do if they get to that point in their thought process. Uh, Another thing he mentioned was his soul being a little girl. And for, for women, for their soul to be portrayed as a boy. That I put in my book. I put that in my book because it makes sense of like the opposite 
the opposite of a mature man is an adolescent woman, you know, like that that type of opposites. But like, I don't know if that's, I don't know, it's very pervasive. He actually said he saw at one point in his visions, he was talking to a little girl who represented his soul. And he said that giving her that form gives her a chance to grow. And with her growth grows his soul. So it's like, it makes sense. I think that's all we got for Red Book Talk. Although I am getting all of my Red Book Talk from one YouTube source at the po- at the moment. And I feel weird about it because I've before... What is that? I've before gone to one source for information... And it's not the best. Not the best idea. Traveling circles is the best idea. But the channel I'm uh, watching a lot of videos from is the Carl Young Depth Psychology Reading Group. Which, I mean, it makes sense because they're reading from the books. I mean, there's a little bit of discussion on some of the videos, but it's mostly a lot of reading straight from texts, which is why I enjoy the channel. All right, I guess it's stand-up time. We got five recordings for stand-up. They're each five minutes long. Two from August 1st, two from August 2nd, and one from today. We all know five times five is 25, so this will last about 30 minutes. We haven't said hello to the Toth deck today, um, mostly because I don't have a mic stand. So I am holding the microphone in front of my face. I guess I'll put that down, though. Uh, ask the Toth deck how it's doing. How would you like to say hello, Toth deck? We flipped nine of cups, happiness, inward happiness too. Nine of cups, inward happiness is how the toast deck says hello.
Alright, I guess I'm gonna find a way to situate everything. Situate situations. Higher up elevations. I'm guessing to put the microphone next to the keyboard and then also put the phone next to the keyboard. Um, I think it'll work out. Uh, we're going to try it. And then we're going to pick up the microphone to flip a card in between recordings. It's just because I shower at weird 
hundred times, you know? Now, I do not want to put a 72-hour deodorant on at eight o'clock at night. That just, it's just, the math on that is not up to par, you know? It's not cool for the OCD crowds. Um, but, like, I, I usually, uh, I usually just go with the, the, the women's deodorant, the nice degree. I feel like it's just a degree of extreme, you know? And that's, it, uh, it makes me feel safe, um, honestly. the first one, the first recording we have. <sighs> Number one. I liked my thing about augmented reality stand-up. That would be fun. That would be an interest. Crowley Toastack, what'd you think about that set? We flip an outward strife. Number five of wands, strife. Wands, of course, the creative energy, the intent. Number five, the fire, 
the wands. A strafey set. All right, we're gonna go into the next one, putting the mic back down, wait for that boom. God, you know, like, 
He goes up to his friends one day and he's like, you guys, I'm God. We are in restaurants. There were dragons everywhere. And his friends are like, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> so he writes the books and then his friends read the books and they're like, holy shit, this is detailed as fuck. He's like, yes, I'm God. You know, you read it. And they're like, nah, dude, it's just fiction. And he's like, fuck. So he makes like a television show, Game of Thrones. And his friends watch Game of Thrones and they're like, holy shit, best show on television, my nigga, this shit is tight. And he's like, yes, you can see it now, Westeros, the dragons, I am God. Yeah, and they're like, nah, man, it's just television. Poor George R. R. Martin's like, you know how many souls I have to steal to make this television show? How much soul can one lose? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man, what if selling your soul, cool. what if selling your soul is just making money off of photographs that you take? It's just like selling your soul. It wouldn't be that bad, honestly. Billboards would be really cool, you know, like, uh, what if memes are just like stealing random people's souls? Like, your face means this now. Take that, society. Ending, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna end with my normal bit. Um, if I had a, a wooden stool here, I'd point to it and be like, a wooden stool, a wooden stool, that's when your poop is real hard. A metal stool is when you have too much iron in your diet. And a bar stool is just when it's real long. Ain't that some shit? Thank you guys, some Give it up for We've picked up the mic again, and now we're going to put the mic back down and shuffle the deck and ask Alistair Crowley Toth Tech, what did you think about that set? We get an inward piece. Two of Swords, peace. Swords are, of course, the wind, also known as intelligence. The Two of Swords is peace. Right, we're going to go into the next one. We get a little feedback from the keyboard. Keyboard is not into it.
to a Walgreens, uh, and there was this guy at the checkout counter, and as soon as he saw me, he looked at me, and you know how Walgreens has, like, the checkout counters really close to the door? Like, I didn't really get in the store, but he saw me, and he was like, I recognize you. And I was like, oh, hello. And he was like, I recognize you, you were running from behind my house. And I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, cool story, bro. Like, my dog Fifi was barking, and I seen you running from behind my house. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool story. Uh, but then he got a little, little bit more serious. Uh, he got accusatory, uh, and he was like, uh, Fifi's butt was bleeding. And I was like, whoa, you know, like too much information. And he, like, he pointed at me. He was like, you, you've got blood on your jeans. Potter thing where you 
niggas do that shit with science. Like, these people went to uh, Denny's while there was quarantine happening. And this is the result. 45% got the COVID. You know, we can have some amazing scientific numbers if they just steal our information from Facebook like everyone else is. I don't know why they're so elitist. They can't steal information. That was another recording. Recording number three. I like that one. I liked how I integrated science and COVID. Um, That bit now has the two extremes, um, which are like the YouTube scholars eventually because science is so elitist because it's so elitist it's now been given to the people which is one and then the other extreme because it's so elitist it doesn't take from the people which is two the two extremes we're gonna have youtube scholars and science won't steal our information from us like everybody else they're too good to steal our information (laughs) Uh, that was very fun Uh, i guess we're gonna get the deck and do some shuffling my chair pillow is falling Also, Crow and Tothpick, what you think about that set? We're doing an inward abundance. Number three of cups, abundance. Abundance, number three of cups. Cups, of course, are water. Water, of course, relates to emotions. The feel. I feel like there was an abundance of emotions in there. It was pretty cool. Pretty good set. I laughed. All right, we got two more left. Five minutes each, of course. All right, here we go. We're getting it started. Yeah. Cool. Good sense. 
Fucking 
that was another one. And we are almost to the last of them. That one was underwhelming, of course. It was on the same day as the other one. I tried to do the same bits or the same main bit of science, but I waited until I was out of time because I failed on my first joke of piss napping and it ruined my flow. I don't think I did piss napping today on this last bit, this last bit of stand up. All right, Alice Crowley Toth Deck, what'd you think about that set? Flip an outward truce, number four of swords. Truce. Swords are, of course, the wind, also known as intelligence. Truce. Thank you. 
distance from the earth to the sun is about a million of your bodies. I know that just sounds stupid, but it'd be like, yeah, it's my profit right there. It's probably correct, too. In a weird, <laughs> in a weird relative, <laughs> everything is relative sort of way. Anyway, um, I'm really into Walgreens. This is the bit I wanted to do. Uh, really into Walgreens. I love Walgreens. The place is amazing. It's always well lit. They got a security guard you can talk to about cool non-legal things, you know? It's like my safe space. Uh, one day I was in Walgreens shopping for deodorant and uh, all of the choices were just too extreme. Like they literally said extreme. Uh, some of the deodorant choices even said 72 hour deodorants. And I was like, 72 hour deodorant? Who the fuck is this for, you know? Although in quarantine it kind of makes more sense for a 72 hour deodorant to exist. Shower the next day, like what happens to it? It's 72 hours long, like holy shit, that's too long, you know. Like I, I just want a 12 hour deodorant, and not because I shower every day, it's just because I shower at weird times, you know. Who wants to put a 72 hour deodorant on at 8 o'clock at night? It's just bad math, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, uh, I usually just go with the women's, the degree, because I feel like it's just a degree of extreme. discoloration under the arms, you know, I've had, like, itchiness, um, I've had hair loss, although hair loss, not bad for a deodorant, that's, I might get that one again, but anyway, you know, like, it's led me to believe, like, maybe I'm putting deodorant on wrong, you know, is it, is it, like, up and down, and then, 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 like, side to side and around the perimeters, is that how you put deodorant on? I have no idea, but that's like my metaphor for life. Um, you know, I feel like you know, life is in a box of Walgreens where it's well lit. There's a security guard, you know. Um, but like a lot of the choices are kind of extreme, you know, like real extreme. And like sometimes they last too long. Like uh, for the best example of that, anyone who's ever taken a picture with Jeffrey Epstein, they know about choices lasting too long, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a bad decision. I wish I would have gone with a degree. Just take pictures with women, you know. <laughs> Stay away from airplanes. Um, <laughs> holy shit. But then, you know, like, maybe I'm just also doing life wrong, you know. That's also a very big option. Uh, I feel like I'm close to the time limit. What's the time Thank you, I'm Byron Broussard. Thank you, I am Byron Broussard. That one was cool because I didn't hear the one minute mark, but I was still like, oh, this feels like a good five minutes right here. I know I was rushing earlier. I know this bit is way longer than five minutes, and if I do any more of it, I would be passing my time. <laughs> that was a pretty fun one where I rushed through the Walgreens bit in order to finish it with 
without having to pretend to be like, oh, but the, the, the one where I did, maybe I'm doing life wrong. I just wanted to finish it. I should finish the, the piss napping bit, but I haven't finished that one yet. All right, back to the cards for a second. Alias the Crowlet Hoth deck. What'd you think about that set? We flipped an outward queen of wands, the queen of wands. Wands, of course, the fire, the intent. Uh, wand, fire, intent, the queen of wands. This has been the podcast. Um, I don't think there's too much more I want to comment on. YouTube music is cool. There's a few Netflix things that are fun. Um, Not worth commentating. Um, There's weird things going on where people are doing challenges, but people always do challenges, and it's always weird. Um, I feel like eventually someone will get on this wave that is a particle. This is a particle. Most of my podcasts were particles. But like, for my awareness, I don't know what what it feels like when you have a usurper on your wave, you know. I don't know what it's like. We've been here for an hour and 16 minutes. Not bad. Not bad at all. Or maybe it's two hours, but I think it's one hour because it says two, so it's usually one. It starts with one hour for some reason. But what is it like when a usurper is on your wave? I thought I almost felt it once, but it was not. And these scientific, these scientific explorations are very slowed down in these times because nobody's in real groups anymore. Nobody goes out every night at the same place, you know, or they don't go out every week to the same place anymore, you know. There's no... There's no good experimenting grounds these days. So as for the collective unconscious... It's particling up, 
but uh, the wave is still relevant. And I don't feel like doing spiritual warfare, so I'm rambling. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else to say. I realized why the mic stand is important, so I'll be able to shuffle and use my hands. Um, other than that, hopefully I'll do some more stand-up and come back on here before the month is gone. Before next month, let's try it. Let's do three podcasts in a month. That's almost like once every week and a half. That's progress. Um, we're going to close with uh, the saying, and then I'm going to edit this stuff and listen to YouTube music, or probably just, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what I'm doing after this. Not to you, at least. I'll be in a particle. You'll be never catch my wave. You'll be never catch my wave. And that we know is the sign off every week. You'll be never catch my wave. You can't end like that.